Hi, friends, and welcome. I am your hot mess of a host, Mary Hendricks from The Very Merry Life, your new mom friend that soon will feel like an old friend. Twice a week, every week, I want you to come and join me as we cover moments in motherhood, marriage, sex, and more. Some moments worth savoring, others worth surviving, all with a laugh, pep talk, or F-bomb every now and again. I want you to come as you are, but leave the sugar coating behind because, guys, we know how sweet it already is. So what do you say? Up for picking some daisies? All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hi, Laura. Hi, how are you? Good. I am excited. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode, and this one is really more for my mom content creators, everyone that's out there that's sharing online, because I have a lot of you here uh, that are in this realm and trying to grow. And Lord have mercy, this is such a (laughs) space to navigate. Um, I can say that from personal experience and to have someone here that can hopefully walk us through it is uh, it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat with you. Yeah, same. So before we get started, I have a tendency to always jump ahead. I'm not going to do that. I want you to introduce yourself and then we'll get into it. Yeah. So hi, everyone. My name is Laura Batoyu. I'm the founder of B Squared Social. Um, we help business owners, entrepreneurs streamline and simplify their Instagram real strategy. Um, so a lot of the time that looks like helping people find a game plan that's going to work for them on Instagram and to help them get to whatever their goals are, whether their goal is, you know, grow their audience, grow an email list, um, sell a product or service, get more brand deals, uh, basically just helping people make those dreams happen um, with the least amount of stress possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, stress is a huge thing. I'm even taking a social media break today. I said on stories, I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to build that in a little yeah. bit more. You need it. It is like, absolutely. It's such an overwhelming space to be a a part of. And it's wonderful. There's so many wonderful things that have come out of it, but it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. I try to take at least one screen-free day a week and that makes such a difference. Like the day, like I usually do Sundays and by Monday I'm like, I don't know if I want to log back on. Like I'm really enjoying this this little break, but it's hard because you know, you get addicted to it and you want to like log in and see what everyone's doing. But taking those breaks is so important for yourself and also for your content. Like I feel like you create such better content when you've taken a little bit of a breather and you can like relax and then get creative again. Yeah, because it's such a rat race. That is like the it where is. I'm in. And so yeah. background on me, I started sharing oh like six years ago. My page started off as com- yeah. something completely different. But I then evolved when I became a mom and I started sharing more. Right. And the thing that catapulted me was reels. And that was the thing yeah. that grew so many creators during it was all pandemic. Everyone like yeah. when they introduced reels and rolled that out during that time, everyone was stuck it in was their crazy. house. So why not yeah. share and be on our phones constantly? And it was like yeah. our main source of communication. But I have definitely noticed it has slowed tremendously. Sure. The the ability yeah. to grow is it's so hard. And yeah. for me, like it's I, super hard. Yeah. And I have people reach out to me and ask me for advice. And I'm like, I think it's like strategy 10% and yeah. the other 90% is like the algorithm Locker. gods just like <laughs> yeah. choose you which one they're going to pick. It's all dependent. Yeah. It's wild. It totally feels that way. Yeah. It's so true. Like it used to be a lot easier during like 2020, 2021. I noticed it slowed kind of like last year, but then this year has been really hard. But I think it's because there's so many more people creating content now yeah. and like so many more people creating reels. Like when I first started creating reels, 
there was like not a lot of other people in my industry doing them. Yeah. So like I obviously like grew really quickly and like stood out because there wasn't as much competition. I read something, I think it was like earlier this week or last week, but it was like saying the percentage of views that are down for reels. And now I don't remember the number, um, which doesn't really help my argument, but it was like a lot lower. <laughs> like they were saying that views for reels are down like a huge percentage this year. And it's just because like there's so much more content out there. And then we also have to remember like there's more platforms. So if say if someone is spending two hours a day on their phone, instead of spending that two hours on Instagram, it's now like an hour on Instagram, maybe 30 minutes on TikTok, 30 minutes on threads. Like people are splitting their time among way more platforms now as well. Um, so that's another thing we have to think about. Like, especially you mentioned with COVID, yeah. like when everyone's stuck at home, you were spending like eight hours a day on your phone. That was totally normal. And now that we're like, you know, back at work and, you know, activities and all that sort of stuff. We're spending less time on our phones, which is a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because your reach is down because there's less people to consume your content. Yeah. Well, and that's how I feel right now. Cause I'm like, it's, it's, uh, yeah. you know, well, Instagram's interesting. So I don't know if you do more strat if you do more strategy for Instagram and things like that, but like TikTok, yeah. I feel like it's just, I, I don't know what it is with TikTok. And I've talked to others who feel actually, the opposite. But with me on TikTok, I just throw anything against the wall and see what sticks. I don't feel pressure. I don't feel like anything. Instagram, I feel such a tremendous pressure in posting because TikTok, I think, because you can post like four times a a day. Like there's no rhyme or reason as to what you post. It just, it doesn't make sense. Instagram, typically you post once a day and it's, I don't know, there's something like bigger about Instagram for me at least. And I've heard others say opposite, yeah. but there's like a bigger pressure, bigger standard, higher standard with Instagram. I feel the exact same way. Like I have a TikTok account. That's like my personal account. And I'll like, I forget about it sometimes. Like I'll go on there and I'll have a bunch of questions and I'll respond to them. And then I like log off for two weeks and yeah. I forget about it. Yeah. But with Instagram, it's like almost like obsessive. Like I'm like, Oh, how's this post doing? How's this post doing? What am I going to post today? And it feels really like stressful. Um, whereas like with TikTok, I'm like, meh, like I'll just post whatever, yeah. like whatever I feel like doing that day, if I feel like doing anything. But a lot of people feel that way. I think it's because, you know, Instagram started off as this like really aspirational platform where you wanted to showcase like the best of the best and like, you know, we'd like the perfect flat lays. And of course that's evolved. But yeah, I definitely think that a lot of people feel that pressure um, with Instagram and we feel like their content has to be at a certain level before we even post it. Yeah. Well, now, and the big yeah. thing, I have to ask you this because of you being on Instagram. What do you watch more? Do you watch reels more? Or do you watch stories more? I am such a- I watch stories more. Yeah. And, yeah, and the problem totally. that I'm finding, and this is, I actually asked on my podcast uh, Instagram page. I always forget to go on that stories over there. I'm like terrible <laughs> at that page. Uh, I created that separately so it could have its own lifespan outside of like yeah. my main page, but- Oh, it's yeah. so much work. It's hard with multiple accounts. Yeah, it's yeah. so much work. But uh, I asked, and one of them was, was like, story views, what gives? I'm someone even yeah. that is working right now to increase story views. It is so freaking hard. And yeah. I don't know. I, there's no rhyme and reason because hashtags don't work in stories, do they? No. Yeah. They used to. They don't anymore. They used to have like, you could go to a hashtag and they would have like a hashtag story and you could view all the stories for that hashtag. They stopped it in... It was like 2020, 2021. Yeah. They like temporarily disabled it, and now like you still can't use hashtags and stories. Yeah, no, I try. Like, I do. You can I'll use do them, but they don't now. like get you views. Yeah, I'll do everything. Yeah, now. like especially when it's like a branded sponsorship or anything. I'll just like I'll yeah. have my location. I'll hide it off to the side. Everything. I'll yeah, put a bunch <laughs> of hashtags. Like I'll do yeah. the polls and everything. And sometimes I 
it just doesn't, there's no rhyme and reason as to what, I don't know if there's hot keywords that they're taking away, but I feel like some things hit harder that are like, don't make sense as to why they hit harder versus others. It totally feels that way. One thing I'll do, like if I have a brand partnership or like a story that I really want people to see is I won't post a story for the 24 hours before and I'll post just that one thing. And like, it's that one will always get my most views. So there's like a theory and you know, no one's like proven this, but the theory is that like, because you haven't posted in a while, Instagram like prioritizes that to the front of people's queues because they haven't seen your story in a while. Um, so that's just a theory. And that's something that I always do for a brand partnership is that I tried that. Yeah. It didn't work. Try post just one slide. So like if I post like multiple, then I find the views are kind of the same. But if I post just one slide and it's like been 24 hours since my last one, like that one will always get like 300% more. So you work with creators primarily. Do you work with brands? Because I feel like brands are so off of what's going on in the realm of social media. Because the big thing that I'm finding is I work with brands and they all want me to take – they want a typically a five to seven slide deliverable and they want it yeah. split up into 15 seconds, which I'm like, yeah, okay. I think they need to almost, and I've, I've, I have a brand manager and I talked to her and I said, we almost need to tell them that it's a certain time duration yeah. that they're getting as yeah. opposed to a certain amount of slides Number. Yeah, because yeah. It's, it, they now have the minute stories and things like that. But I yeah. always just find because I split it up into five. But when people see five little tallies, just bang, bang, yeah, bang, bang, like, bang. Well, yeah. And yeah, it's so true. I think it's like – it also depends on the brand you work with. And one of the nice things about like the job that you and I are in, the position we're in, is we can like go to brands and say like, hey, I think it's in your best interest if we do this. And then you know, if they don't want to take your advice as the expert, then that's okay. Yeah. But – yeah, I've definitely had to have a conversation like that with a few brands where they'll say like, oh, I want this. And I'll say, I'm like happy to do that if you want that. In my experience, I've found that this does better. And sometimes they'll be like, okay, let's try it your way. And other times they're like, no, we want to do it our way. And you know, like at least we're giving them the option. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, yeah. so for your, for working in this field, where did you learn, where are you learning the majority of your information? Is it through yeah, like testing, experimenting and things like that? Or yeah, like It's so I started in this in 2018 and like that was all largely self-taught and experimental. Like I did have a degree, I have a business degree. Um, So I was kind of like applying like marketing theories to to Instagram. And it's so funny because when I went to school, there was like nothing on social media marketing. We learned about like email marketing and like Twitter marketing, but that was it. So I was like trying to apply those theories to Instagram. Um, But a lot of it I would say is self-taught. And then of course, like I'm always reading like any... Like I have news alerts set up on my phone for like Instagram updates, Instagram news. Like I've read like every blog that Instagram has ever put out. So a lot of it is like from Instagram itself. And then another large chunk of it is like experimentation and like actually trying things and seeing what happens. I've managed, I don't even know how many accounts I've managed now at this point, but being able to be behind the scenes on so many different accounts and like different industries, different niches, like that's given me a lot of experience that... I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So that's been really helpful as well. Yeah. No, it's like, I, yeah. well, I feel like it's, the rules are changing every single day. Constantly. Every single yeah. day. That, and I feel like every two weeks, there's always something. It's like, uh, yeah. I was in a group chat with a bunch of like creators and we're like, okay, what's going on now? <laughs> like what's happening? Yeah. And sure enough, and I don't know if you notice it every time there's something like a new font or like a new, yeah. there, I now have, um, Some- 
a new feature. Yeah, there's like a new feature where it's like a, a bar that comes up that says like how many hours my reel was watched. I don't know if you've got. Oh that. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've got that on my insights, but it doesn't come up as a bar. I have to like go into insights. No, and now it just time. like floats up when you're watching the reel. So I think they roll things. I know they roll things out at different times. So cool. But you start yeah, seeing yeah. it, and I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense as to why things performed. Like, yeah, I, I personally differently. Think, yeah, I think that's why they perform differently. But I think for some people, and I have a lot of, you know, I have people asking questions that are just kicking off. They said, I barely have a hundred followers. Like what, yeah. where do I even begin? Like, how do I even do this? What, what do you say? What's your advice for them? Like just starting off? Yeah. If you're just starting off, like I always recommend dedicating yourself to reels, especially like I find reels are really, really great for growth. Um, you know, if someone has an account that's a little bit older, like maybe three or four years old and they've like, they left it dormant and like nothing's happened there. I almost always recommend starting a new account and like getting super clear on your niche and who you're serving right away. I found that like being really, really specific in the beginning, that helps you grow faster almost. And then from there you can branch out and like talk about different topics. Um, but getting really specific, I think is helpful. And then one thing I've seen that does really well is like, obviously consistency, but like major consistently. So you like posting five or six reels a day or a week, sorry, every week for like four to five weeks, six weeks, and like seeing how that does for you. Um, I know it's like the uh, head of Instagram, Adam Missouri, he said at one point that like, he didn't say they give preference to smaller accounts, but he said that they've like weighted the reels algorithm in a way that smaller accounts can compete with larger accounts. That's how he worded it, which like seemed a little strange to me. Yeah. But what I've seen is like often I'll see a reel that's like super, super viral. It'll have like 10 million views. And the account is like, you go to the account and it's like two weeks old and they have like 12 reels up or yeah. something. Yeah. Like I've seen that a lot. So it does seem like there is a, a like a, a proportionately larger opportunity to grow when you're a new small account. And again, this is just my theory because Instagram hasn't like come out and said that. Um, but that's one thing I've really noticed is like, it almost seems easier for new accounts to grow faster than it is for an older, bigger account to grow. Yeah. Well, I can um, say that so right that's now. One thing I'm like I'd getting say. stagnant. I cannot, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm creeping. I am creeping right now, yeah. but it's fine. Honestly, at this point, I am like so content with that because growing yeah. Every time I've ever done it, and I can vouch for the consistency because that was when I first ever yeah. grew was two years ago. Um, I had yeah. promised myself, I've, do you know Brock Johnson? I'm sure you know Brock Johnson. Yeah, he put out like a yeah. challenge two years ago and said thirty. It was when reels really were kind of hitting, and he said thirty days, yeah. thirty reels in thirty days. At the thirty day reel, yeah, yeah, everyone's done that. Yeah, and so I, I mean, I tried, I, I couldn't it. do it, but yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah, and I was like, let's just go. But I think, granted, I don't. I don't know if it would work for everyone. If you're just putting out mm-hmm. like a reel with uh, that's a, a video of your cat yeah. chasing a, I don't know, a <laughs> dust bunny, then maybe it wouldn't. But yeah, it, I think for me, yeah. it took me out of the mind game that I play yes. so often that I was just like, okay, let's so just true. Post and post and post, and some yeah. things won't hit as hard. You're getting your reps in. Will. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kept doing it. I and think then it's I important. Grew. Yeah. And it's so important like in the beginning because you might not know what's going to work, but the only way to find out what is going to work is like putting a lot of stuff out there. So I do think there's something to be said about like getting like a larger volume of content out in the beginning that maybe isn't your best and seeing what topics stick or what themes work or like what style your audience responds to. I think there's something to be said about like just experimenting and having fun as well. Yeah. Well, I I definitely try that every now and again. I try... Here's my question with time posting times. 
I have yeah. seen different things because when I go into my posting time, it's between 12 yeah. and I think 3 p.m. is my highest. Yeah. And then it yeah. goes down. Is that – I have heard people say it's Pacific Standard Time. It is, yeah. Okay. So if you go to like your – like there's like an I. It's like an icon, like the letter yeah. I. If you tap on that, it'll tell you like insights are reported in PST. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. If I go onto – uh, creator studio on my computer, like on the computer, on the dashboard that they have, my insights look different because they're in my locals, t- my local time. So I'm in EST. Yeah. Um, but if I'm on my phone, it's PST. So that's one thing I would like double check, like maybe go on creator studio on your computer and look at what the times are there. What is that? Is I that like on to Instagram? post creator studios on Instagram. It's on, um, it's like through Facebook, it's through meta, like they oh. have the creator studio. So you can, yeah, it's really, oh my God, it's so nice. Cause I you can respond this. to all your Instagram okay. comments. Yeah. You can respond to all your Instagram comments and DMS from that dashboard. And you're like, it rolls all your Facebook and Instagram messages and comments into one like dashboard. Yeah. So helpful. Right, yeah. So I would up. go on there and like cross reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so helpful. And you can also schedule content there as well. I find that a lot easier than like trying to do it on the phone. Okay. Um, but I like to post in the three hours leading up to my peak time. So if my peak time's at 3 p.m., I'm trying to post like anytime between 12 and 3 so that I'm okay. catching everyone like kind of leading up to that wave with the idea that hopefully I'll get enough momentum that by the time it's 3 o'clock, like I'm getting all the other people that have seen it and then more people are going to see it. Yeah. The other thing to consider is like, and I don't know if this is true for you, but I've seen for myself and like compared with friends, we all kind of have the same peak time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm almost like I want to post before that peak time, because I don't want to be posting at the exact same time as everyone else. Yeah. And I always try to post at like an odd time. So like, I won't post at 12 or like the top of the hour. I will post at like 1235 or like, you know what I mean? Cause yeah, people yeah. aren't going to pick up their phone and be like, Oh, it's 12 o'clock. I'm going to go on my phone right now. Yeah. Like people just pick up their phone throughout the day. Right. So that's something else I do. I don't know if it helps or not. It just makes me feel like yeah, I maybe it does. I've been trying to play <laughs> around with it because I, some people say on your phone, at least I've been trying to figure this out because I've heard of the PST. I've seen that when you yeah, click yeah. the little I and everyone listening, if you click the little yeah. I, it should say all of this is set in Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. Which means then if it's between 12 and 3, I'm also East Coast, that would be 3 and 6 p.m. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So totally. I used to do that and then it would be crickets. And then I would post a run earlier and it would be higher performing. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm just going to – I think yeah. – again, I think the algorithm gods are just like, okay, whatever hits – <laughs> and it just depends. And I don't know. I'm trying to get a yeah. little bit better about trending audios on Instagram. I used to be so X like eh, on trending on audios, but oh, you didn't like them? No, I hated them. Oh, I don't why know. Not? I so I just trending audios because I heard them so often that I was like, yeah, I, I get sick of them. Yeah, and I didn't want someone to hear the the intro of a song and skip past and be like. Meh. So it's totally. like, yeah, I'm going to do that, that. And then I was always trying to bring in new audios and yeah. things like that. But, and I think it worked for a little bit of time, but now I'm trying to like yeah. play around with it and kind of lean into yeah. what Instagram is saying that you got to do. Cause I was, I was a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's fun to experiment like that. The interesting thing, um, like about trending audios as well is like, they're not, so there's a few things I think about when I think about trending audios. So I feel like people like you and myself, like we're chronically online, like we're always on Instagram. So like, we're going to hear those trending sounds more than our audiences. Like I know my audience is largely business owners, entrepreneurs, and they maybe spend like 
20, 30 minutes a day of scrolling. So they're not going to hear every single trending audio in the way that people like you and I are like, this is our job, right? Like we have to make sure we know what's trending and what's cool. Um, So that's one thing I like to think about is like, not everyone is going to have the same exposure to trends as, as people like you and I are. So that kind of gives me a little more like freedom with trends. Like I feel better when I think about that. Like maybe my audience hasn't heard this. The other thing I like to think about is like, Trending audios are popular for a reason. And it's almost like sometimes you know what the trend is going to be. And like, of course, you don't want to be using a trend that has like 50,000 uses. But like, there's almost like that psychological loop there where people know what the trend is, they know what the blueprint is, but it's like they need to watch the whole thing to see how you have used it and applied it to your business or your niche. So it's almost like, like a loop. Like, they want to close that loop and like see how you've used it. But there is a fine line, like you said, you don't want to use a trend that like everyone has done and it's just like you're so tired of it. Um, so trying to be early to those trends, I think is really like important. Um, but it also makes it like fun for you to have like a framework you can kind of follow, but put your own twist on it, of course. So yeah, the own twist on it is a big portion and it's so important. Well, yes. and because I had I I grew big, um, not big, but bigger on TikTok last year. A little bit on Instagram, but it was more on TikTok because it involved a big mom creator that she had one of her videos copied, like word for word, everything, like text, like everything, music, the way they did it. And the same creator that copied this really big one did the same to my video. Uh, And again, same thing, scene by scene, word for word, literally the same exact thing. And it's had, it's happened to me a lot. A lot uh, yeah. where it's like it's original ideas. I had one where it was like a granny panty yeah. reel that I did where it was like me pulling out. It said when I accidentally realized all my granny panties are in the wash, so I'm pulling out a thong. So around the house, I'm like yeah. cleaning my house, like <laughs> dancing all sexy. And it it went yeah. – I was probably one of my first viral videos ever. And it got crazy. Yeah. And I love it because now I see it recreated. And But the problem yeah. is though is that people – recreate a trend and don't credit the source. And because of that, it's now lost. Like so many people have done it where like no one knows that it's ever – That you were the original. Yeah. And that's a big thing that I always tell people. I'm like, it doesn't take away from you. If you can copy something, like if you saw something that inspired you and you copied it, you just have to say it in your caption being like inspired by XYZ. Yeah. for me, if I saw it, I would still think it was hilarious. I wouldn't say like, oh, I'm not following her. It's not her idea. I'd be more impressed with how she did it instead. And like giving that someone and giving someone else credit for that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the big thing that people- No, it's crazy. People, yeah. I think it's hard because people don't realize that like you're supposed to do that a lot of the time. Like for some of us, it's just obvious, especially like you said, like you and I, we've seen people recreate other people's ideas. They'll say inspired by, and that's like best practice. But like, if people don't know to do that, they think the only way to grow is to like copy exactly what someone else has done. And it's like, not only is that, you know, wrong and you shouldn't be doing that, but you're also not building your own audience then because you're just regurgitating someone else's ideas. And it's like, you're not bringing anything special about yourself to the table. Um, so like not only is it bad for you, but it's, it's bad for the community as well. Yeah. Cause you got to build the people that you initially want. And that's like, like, so for niching, yeah. like a niche and going into that, yeah. the, I have a lot of people here that are like, when I talk to other creators or people in my realm, cause I'm a mom and I, I create mom yeah. related content. 
I don't necessarily think I have a niche. The only thing that I can say is that the content I create is validating. Like that's my niche yeah. is that it's it's validating in some sort of capacity. Uh, but I share a bunch yeah. of stuff. And I think for stories is where I kind of have a whole slew. Do everything. Yeah. Because I think yeah. stories, you can have fun with that. But it's oh, – yeah. Is niching super duper important or can some people get away with just like, bleh? Yeah, I think at the beginning, it is easier to grow if you are very specific yeah. and you have a niche. It's just like, that's how the Reels algorithm and how the algorithm in general works is they like want to be able to categorize you. And in a way that helps you because then they can recommend other accounts or recommend your account based on the other accounts people are following. Yeah. So in the beginning, I think it is really important just to like for keywords, for searching, for, for all of those recommendations. Like I just think it's easier if you are super specific, but I think at a certain point you can branch out a little bit more and like, you know, see what else is going to work for you. But I think in the beginning, yeah, you'd rather be more specific and then kind of go from there. Yeah. I had, um, and I was, it's hard because especially when you're a lifestyle page, it's hard to kind of niche because your lifestyle is like everything. But if I can give, and especially if anyone listening, because I I like to, I know you guys are here and kind of thinking, I follow a creator who is, when she started, she had, you know, small following and her niche as being a mom, she said, I'm the stay-at-home mom that's never at home. So she shares tips for (laughs) not being at home. And I remember saying, Chandler, if you're listening, I'm just going to shout her out. Her name's Chandler. She's freaking awesome. But she, um, I remember saying to a few other girls that I talk with, I said, watch her. Mm -hmm. I said, watch this. Because I have a feeling she is going to blow up. And she did. She absolutely did. And it was quick. And I was like, she got it. She knew her niche. And she she did it. Nailed it. Yeah. And she nailed it really well. Where I was like, that is like, I don't think I would have thought of how to put that twist. How to position that. Yeah. yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah. So, so like, cool. It's just a different way to think about it for anyone listening because it's like – it's you can still do your day-to-day stuff. I think it's just – Absolutely. How you – That little twist. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I love that. So cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Let me see what other things people pulled up and then we can – Wrap it up. This is a beast though. Instagram is a beast. Do you okay? Well, threads <laughs> it is. actually threads. Do you see threads actually yeah. continuing to be like grow? I think we will see it just because Meta is putting so much money and energy into it. Yeah. They have like there's like a lot of changes they're talking about implementing based on people's feedback. Like one thing they want to add is DMs. And I'm like, no, I don't no. want DMs here. No. Like I like how it is right now. So I think they're in like a cool position where they can make it take off or it's like they could, I don't want to say ruin it, but like they could ruin it. So I hope they don't. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I do feel like the vibe there is really like wholesome and fun and good energy. So I'm hoping it stays, stays that way. Now, I've been on threads. I keep forgetting about it because it's just another app that I cannot yeah. keep on yeah. top with. I, and I have fun. Totally. Uh, but is it just like a brain dump? Are we supposed to treat this? I'm not generation Twitter. So like I am um, yeah I, Twitter was around when I was in college but I just never understood it yeah. and it's like my sister yeah. how old are you are you in your 20s I'm 32 I had to think oh, about God, it <laughs> great okay I'm like all run down Botox. over here but uh, <laughs> my sister's 27 and she's like a Twitter yeah. fiend she understands Twitter so well yeah. and I'm like I don't understand it I don't get it threads I understand a little yeah. bit better because I like the layout yeah more but it's I love the layout. It's I, great. I just treat it like a brain dump. But I don't know if that's necessarily yeah, what. No, I think that's great. Okay, is that? I don't know. No, I think strategy. it's great to use it as a brain dump. Like, 
it, because it's so new, like, I don't really think there is a strategy there yet. Like I would say it's, you know, the, the strategy there should be an extension of whatever your goal is for having an online presence. So keeping that in mind with whatever your brain dumps are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you can totally brain dump and see what works and what doesn't work over there. I see like, it's a lot more interactive than Instagram. Um, meaning that like when you ask a question there, you have like a call to action, like people actually seem to engage with it. Um, so I think that's like, it's a cool place to have conversations with people and like to actually really deeply connect with your community and have, um, like, like a thread of responses and discussions. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I like going over there. It's, I'm starting to get into it. I just have to get like better about it. You know what app I'm glad did not, well, I don't know if it's doing well. I don't care. Cause I just lemonade. Did you see that one? Oh, I couldn't get it in Canada. They like never made it available here. So I wasn't able to use it. It looked like a lot of work though. Awful. Awful. I literally could, they, and I got reached out because they were pushing it hard. I got reached out to by representatives of it just to get, to hire me to like share about it. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing it because I do not like this app at all. It's pretty. It's very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. It looks really pretty. yeah, Yeah. It's like a Pinterest look. The amount of work yeah. it takes to create any sort of content on there, forget it. I'm not like I think yeah. graphic designers dream space. Yeah. I'm not a graphic designer. Yeah. So for me to like think about how no. font placement looks and colors and and this, yeah. I was like, this is the just it's not an app for everyone. And honestly, it gave me a little like yeah. PTSD with like how Instagram used to be, where Instagram used to be oh, so no. like really curated yes. and and pretty. that's exactly how yeah. it looked. And yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I don't think it's doing it great anymore. No. But there was like stress with yeah, it. Yeah, I think a people bit. are tired of that. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think that we're done with that. Like, there's just so many different platforms, and there's just so much being asked of us online. Like, I think we're kind of done with that perfection and spending hours and hours on a piece of content. Yeah, no, no. The stuff that stuff yeah. that has always performed best for me, for anyone listening, has always been the stuff that's taken me. Yeah two seconds to film always two seconds to Literally type up. Always, yeah. I didn't put like yeah. really, I didn't th- like this, the pieces, like I have drafts sitting in my folder right now that I have had yeah. in there for weeks that I've been working on. And I guarantee yeah. if the day comes that I have enough courage to post them because it's literally <laughs> like me coming one, two, three post. And then I like, yeah, I, yeah. I sometimes ghost it. Like, oh, post and ghost. Phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. It's yes. like an ex, you know, when a boyfriend <laughs> used to text you and you'd be like, ah, throw your phone. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> uh, but I will spend hours on them and they won't go anywhere. And then I'm like, okay, come yeah. on. It's, What's the point? Yeah. yeah. So that's a It's tip. always those low effort ones. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost like you like intuitively know what to create because it's like you're creating those quick ones on the fly. And it's almost like you're listening to your gut and just like posting and seeing what happens. Yes. And those ones, we like overthink and like try to perfect and like, yeah, it's so crazy how that happens yeah. every time. It's the stuff that you second guess. So I've always just said anything that you've second guessed post Yeah. because yeah. chances are it's the thing that you typed up that now if you're taking a second and being like, wait, I need to read this again. Wait, did I word this? Yeah. Just post it. Yeah. Just post yeah, it. Cause absolutely. I guarantee the first time you just wrote it up. It was perfect. Was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always <laughs> like that. You get too much in your head. Yeah. Um, so true. let me see hashtags. I already asked about yeah. stories, hashtags and reels and posts. Are they even worth it? I've been seeing so many people say, forget it at this point. I think that's so interesting. I don't know if you get this, but when I scroll on my feed, like my regular feed, I'm getting suggestions from hashtags all the time. Let me see. I don't even know. I don't go like, in my Like, it'll say, feed. like, that's the thing. I'm, no, you don't? Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm always in my stories. 
I always just go yeah. through stories of people because I have so much time. Like I don't, I yeah. don't try to like spend all day on my phone, but I like totally. go in and I'm just like, okay, I just, I'm going to see what's in stories today. And yeah, I'll do a quick scroll on stories and then I'll go through my feed a little bit, but I'm like getting suggestions from hashtags. So like I, the they're working page? for me for sure. How was the explore page? How do I get out of this? See, I've been, I don't even know how to work my phone. You're like, I just do stories. I just do stories. I don't even understand how I've grown. I'm, my dad sometimes, he's so funny. He works for he worked for a big company and at the time they'd hire yeah. someone to do their social mar- media marketing. They yeah. paid this guy an absorbent amount of money, fresh out of college yeah. because he was young and knows the yeah. lingo. This guy got yeah. nowhere with his company. And my dad was oh, like, no. what? My dad was like, where did you learn all of this? And I was like, I don't know. Trial and error. Trial and yeah. error. Trial and error. And I don't know. Just you yeah. cross your fingers, <laughs> hope for the best. Okay. How do I yeah. get to my explore page? So if you open Instagram, <laughs> yeah. I can link here all the sound effects. I know. Um, There's the house. If you open it. Oh, there the, the there we go. Yeah. You go to the house. And yeah. And the search like bottom left. Search little magnifying glass. Yeah. So the, the magnifying glass is your explore page. The house is like your home feed. And like if you scroll on there, like let me see how long it'll take me to get hashtag like look my third post down is it's like from a hashtag it's like oh, hashtag millennial entrepreneur yeah yeah so it's interesting like i'm still getting content suggested from hashtags okay. i use all 30 hashtags all the time okay. um for reels i usually put them in the comment section because i hate how a big caption looks on the reels explore tab i feel like it's so hard to read a caption because you know how it like flops up like this yeah, and yeah. it's like the slightly darker over, yeah, I I can't I can't read that. Yeah. So I have put my hashtags in the comment section for my reels, and then for my regular static content, I just throw it right in the caption. And you don't find that it, it's affecting anything. Um, I get impressions and reach from my hashtags, yeah. so I'm going to keep using them. Like if I go look at my content, my insights, I can see how many views I'm getting from hashtags, yeah. and it's like usually like. 10 to 15 percent okay. would come from hashtags so it's like that's 10 percent i didn't have before yeah. um so i always use hashtags okay well i'm gonna keep with hashtags yeah. you guys heard that okay yeah so that's one yeah that's so interesting location does it matter to put location as to where you're at um i find that when i use certain locations i get a lot of those spam comments okay. being like oh like send it here or like i hate those comments yeah um but i always just include location tag it's like another place to get discovered and like you never know who in your audience is from that area or like if someone is going to be shown that based on their location. So I always use my location yeah. tag. And now yeah, t- well, and then yeah. tagging, tagging big accounts and stuff like that. Like I've yeah. done it from time to time. If I, it's like a post that yeah. I think they might want to reshare, but is that a yeah. strategy? Should people be reaching yeah. out and tagging these brands that they might be wanting to work with or get seen by? Yeah. I don't like think that? it hurts. Okay. Yeah. I've like, I will do it sometimes. Like if I'm talking about like a specific tool I'm using, I'll be like, Oh, I use this tool and I'll like tag them and they'll res- respond and be like, Oh, thanks for sharing or thanks for letting us know or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I think it's like with done with no expectation of anything happening in return. I think it's a really great way to like build that relationship with the brand. Like there's been multiple times where I've tagged a brand and later on they'll like reach out and be like, Hey, do you want to work like, together? Do Same. a paid partnership. Yeah. 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 So I think it's a great idea to get on their radar and show that you're like organically using their product or service and they can kind of get an idea of what type of content you create. But like I said, also get on their radar. Yeah. No, that's what I've yeah. done. That's uh Yeah, I don't see why not. No, it's it's easy yeah. enough just to just put yeah. them in Low there. hanging fruit. Yeah. Totally. Uh, let me see what other questions. I'm trying to think. TikTok's its own beast. Someone asked. Oh me yeah. That, that yeah. I just <laughs> I yeah. 
I, have, I can't. I, yeah, I, TikTok not my thing. <laughs> is the one app that I I do okay on. Like I I have eighty thousand followers, so I'm okay. That's awesome. But I have no idea what I'm doing. I literally have no clue, and I get yeah. so confused on TikTok because Instagram. I am. I'm I'm just a millennial. I'm like a millennial that comes on. I'm I'm 33, yeah. so I'm your age. But yeah. I, yeah. we know Instagram from like being in college. Like it came out yeah, literally we like seniors forever. in college. Like it's just yeah. been there. Stories are easy. But TikTok, I'm like, okay, so do I film this like a story? Do I film this like yeah. a reel? Do I I don't know how to talk on here? Like I just I get so confused. On that yeah, note. I still haven't figured out TikTok. Do I have to yeah. dance? Like, do I have to just <laughs> yeah. lip sync? I don't know. Point at things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm so confused. Uh, let's see what else someone said. How do you get views? Some posts have a ton and others just get like two. What gives? Yeah. The timing. <laughs> I think timing. I mean, it's so many, there's so many factors, factors that go into yeah. it. It's hard to say like the reels algorithm. I think there's like six or seven different factors for ranking. Yeah. Um, often like when I see someone not getting views, there's like a handful of things that are usually the cause. Like um, you know, they'll, a lot of the times I'll see someone reposting something from TikTok, which is fine. But if you have that watermark there, Instagram has said they will not, um, prioritize that content in the algorithm, which means you can't get discovered on the reels explore tab. Yeah. Um, so making sure like you don't have watermarks from any apps, whether it's CapCut, Instagram, TikTok, like on either side. Um, that's one thing to always be aware of. And then like, I often, I still see people will have like really low quality videos and I'm not talking about the content itself, but I mean like the the video is like blurry or grainy. Yeah. That's another thing, like pixelated content. Like people aren't going to stop and try and like figure out what they're looking at. They need to know like right away what to expect from your reel. So like, there's a lot to be said about just like cleaning your camera before you yeah. record. Wipe it and, down, like, make, good, good yeah, lighting. Yeah. Making sure you're uploading in 4k or you're, that you're uploading with the high quality uploads turned on. And then another thing I see is like messaging is so important. Like people have like a split second to decide if they want to watch what you're doing or not. Yeah. And like you, your hook can be really crucial for that. So I always run my hooks through, there's an app called Hemingway okay. and it's a website. Yeah. And like, I will like run anything I'm writing through there just to make sure that it's like really easy to read, easy to understand. And it's like not fluffy or confusing yeah. because people decide in like a split second, if they want to watch your reel or not. And like having a really strong hook to lead with can really help. Interesting. I've never heard of that. I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah. Does it, it. check for grammar, grammatical errors? Yeah. Because yeah. that's also Everything, my yeah. issue. I posted one the other yeah. day and I did your, but I did Y-O apostrophe R-E, yeah. but it yeah. was not for that type of your. And yeah. I oh, no. was like, oh. <laughs> you went crazy. Yeah. I hate when Except that Except some people do that on purpose. I think they do. Yeah. Because yeah, people comment like, oh, you spelt this wrong. Yeah. And it like gets you engagement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. That or I yeah. recently saw a video of... um. Maria Menudo's Maria, Menudo, I'm saying her name long, but she's a celebrity doing an ad and her tongue was blue. Oh my goodness. But they did it on purpose. So that I'm way sure, yeah. Not, and she's talking about I'd the like, product, but just on? her tongue was blue. And you could tell that she yeah. ate either ate like a blue candy or something. And I'm like, it's yeah. so interesting how genius. Yeah. People get yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> it, there's again, this is all the different strategies that you can use. You can make your tongue blue yeah. and things like yeah, that. Why not? <laughs> what I would say like from just my growth is just shareable content. Like there has to be something yeah. you're taking away from it. Either it has to make you laugh, yeah. learn, or something. It's got to teach you something. Yeah. It's got to leave yeah. you with a feeling or a lesson or 
whatever yeah. in order for that. And then your hopes is that it gets shared. And then that yeah. is where that'll kind of snowball. Yeah. yeah especially totally. on Instagram. Like I said, I'm always on stories. So if I don't see your reel yeah. on stories, I probably yeah. won't see it otherwise. See it. Um, yeah. And I actually had, and I reached out to a creator and she didn't respond back to me, but she'd said, I never share my reels, two stories. And I asked oh, her, I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious as to why. And I don't know if yeah. you have any insight. Have you, have you found people that say like, oh, I'm not going to share it to my stories. I'm going to keep yeah, that separate. So, I don't know if you remember, this was like maybe a year or two ago, Instagram, like they made it, they took away that feature where you could share posts to your stories. Yeah. And the reason they did that was because people had complained that it like decreased the user experience and like, wasn't fun to see other people's posts just like regurgitated in stories. So they took that feature away because they found that it like made people spend more time on Instagram by not having that option. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting because like, it makes sense. Like you don't want to go to someone's story and just see like their post, like just up there with no context, nothing added to it. Um, but when I share my reels to my stories, I actually take the link of the reel and I share it as like a, like in the button, that link button. And I'll say like, Oh, in today's reel, I'm doing this. And then giving people like a reason to want to click through to that link and watch your reel instead of like, like foisting it on them by sharing the reel itself to your story. Yeah. So that's something I do. And I find I get good engagement from those stories. So I'm definitely going to keep doing that. Now, if you put your reel in stories, does do those views in your stories count for the views on the reel? Yeah, they do. Anytime your reel starts to play counts as a real view, which is like a good thing and a bad thing. Like it almost inflates your views because if your reel hits the explore page, even if someone doesn't look at your reel yeah. and it's on their page and it just starts to play, like that counts as a view. Um, so I find that like, it's just not, super accurate. And I almost wonder if Instagram like has done that on purpose so that we almost have like a vanity metric with views and like it looks higher than it actually is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you share it to your stories, that does count as a view unless someone's already seen it. Interesting. Okay. Like multiples don't get recounted. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And then yeah. someone asked about story views, which we've talked about. What would you be yeah. your number one advice? Like right now, like for me, the increasing story views, like what would you say yeah. to try? Like, is there a tactic that you have found to be super successful to bump yeah. those up? Yeah. So whenever, like, especially for clients, if we have low story views, we'll take like that break that I talked about and then go into your insights and see what type of stories are getting you the most story interactions. Like, is it a specific time or a specific place that you are or like a specific topic? I would look at like what those best performers are and see what like element of that I can take and put into a story. Um, so like for me, I saw and this is something I've talked about with my friend, um, Manu from your social team. Yeah. Like if we share, like, and I always do this for sales campaigns, I will do like not post anything for 24 hours. And then I will post like a black background with like white text, just saying like, uh, like the thing is disappearing tomorrow. Today's the last day to sign up for this offer. And like the link there, like those are always my best performing stories, which is so crazy. Cause it's like so plain and so opposite from what we normally see on stories. So it's almost like, because it's the opposite of what people expect. It, it grabs their attention more. Yeah. Um, so for like sales campaigns, I will always do that. Um, I've noticed like if I'm promoting um, a reel or I'm saying like check out a specific reel, I will always do like a full body boomerang in my mirror okay. with like my dog in the background. And I will get like write a couple paragraphs or like little sentences like why they need to watch this reel and then link the reel. Yep. Um, and those do really well for me. So I would say go look at your insights and see what's working, but always taking that break of not posting anything on your stories for that full 24 hours. Like 
that always works like crazy for me. I always recommend that. And then seeing what's already working. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's interesting. I've been trying to like, tell. I I watched something recently and it was a, someone that gives tips or whatever about increasing Mm -hmm. reviews. And it actually has helped me a little bit. Um, and she had said that story views are literally, it's a story. So you just have to get really good at telling a story and people are creating a narrative. Yeah. Yeah, And people are humans. Like we're nosy. That's just human nature to want to know what others are doing. So she said, yeah, it's literally building up to like a story arc. If you look at like what, what makes a good story, there's a whole, yeah like di- dynamic of a story. And I, I was oh, absolutely, an English yeah. major. So I like remembered this and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So I tried that and I was like, oh, okay. That kind of, kind of worked yeah. of like making sure yeah. that it's not just, I mean, it's random, but there is like a, yeah. a peak, a strategy, like a, a peak yeah. story. And then you come down and your resolution and then yeah. end of the day. And I was like, oh, okay, let's see if we can try that. But that might not yeah. work for everyone. I don't know. Maybe it, I like to look at like where people are dropping off as well and seeing like certain topics or styles that where people are just dropping off and then always creating like an opportunity for engagement because when people engage with your stories, that sends a signal to the algorithm. They want to see more of them. Um, So that's why people like recommend using those like engagement stickers, like the slider or like those little ones that you just like tap or like a poll, a quiz, like the Q and a box, a link, like anything like that, where people have that opportunity to engage and like kind of show the algorithm that they want to see more of your content. Interesting. Yeah. See, there's yeah. everyone listening. There's just, there's so many, there's so much, there's so much. I would just try it all. Like, honestly, yeah, there's, why not? there's so many people out there that offer so many tips and tricks. I would give Laura a follow because I found your page mm-hmm. because I think it's just <laughs> quick to the point. It is realistic. Yeah. It's not anything that I feel is like, that's why I've loved your page is because it's just, it's easy to understand. It's easy to apply and just Thank you. try. And it's encouraging. And I, I've always appreciated that. Like when you put up those things that you're posting, like you got a bad reel that didn't perform well. Well, yeah. tomorrow's <laughs> might be better. Like it's just, it's yeah. ebbs and flows. It's not it is. a big deal. It's always like cyclical. Yeah. Because I get in my head about yeah. stuff like that. I know. It's just, I deleted I two this weekend. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, I put no. them up and I was like, they're not going yeah. anywhere. I was like, bye. Yeah. Which Aww. I don't know if you're supposed yeah. to do that, but. Mm. I usually wait like a few weeks before I'll decide if something's flopped or not, just because I've noticed that the shelf life of reels is so much longer. Like I'm still getting recommended reels that are like eight weeks old. Yeah. So, so I know that that means right, the algorithm so is pushing time. them out yeah. and trying. Yeah. I would wait at least two weeks. And <laughs> yeah. I waited like two hours. Yeah. I was like, this is going no. <laughs> nowhere. I think I was, yeah. I was in the spot this weekend. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, this, this yeah. whole app. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it. Yeah. yeah. This app no, I'm done. There. I told my husband, I was like, I'm signing off, I'm deleting yeah. my page. Yeah. And he was like, Mary, you go That's why this. the weekly breaks are so important. Are. Yeah. 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 They are. Yeah. It's a beast. But just to keep trying, keep trying, keep creating value. I think that's the biggest thing that I- totally. I know I'm trying to like encourage, remind yeah. myself of is value, like add, yeah. add to the space. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, totally makes such a difference. Well, awesome. I appreciate you being cool. here and giving us as much yeah. insight into all of this as possible because it's different than like the content that I cover here, but I have so many mom creators. I have so many yeah, creators, creators that do different yeah. things or small business creators that follow me and they just, social media is big. Like social media is a big, it is. You know, it's not slowing down and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Instagram's meant to reach, can't remember the number, but it's like 2 billion or something, 1.2 billion mm-hmm. active users this year. So yeah, it's, it's still growing. There's still opportunities for you to grow and to have your people find you. So yeah. just hang in there and keep going. Yeah. yeah. Awesome.
Well, thank you. Thank you for everyone listening. I will link everything of Laura's in the show notes. That way you guys can check her out and uh, keep, keep going. Just keep posting. Yeah, keep trying. Keep having fun. Have fun. (laughs) Yeah. That's like the number one thing. Have fun and take a break when you need it. So totally. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Of course. Another episode down. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love today's episode, I would be so appreciative if you would leave a rating and review. I cannot begin to tell you how much those mean to me, but also how much they help me get in front of more eyes and more ears. As always, be sure to check back every Tuesday and Friday for a new episode, whether it's an episode with me, me and my husband, me and Katie, or just another incredible, amazing guest. Stay tuned for more honest, real, raw chit-chat. And hey, do me a favor before you go. Remind yourself how amazing you are, how enough you are, how special you are. And boy, oh boy, I sure am glad to have you here. Thanks, friend.